we going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And I still don't know what to say That's after this point. Why, when did you stop knowing what to say? I, I don't know if I ever did. I, I think we just... You think you got in your own head about it. It's weird now because... It's weird now because we have other things like mentions and stuff, but I don't run them. So I don't immediately go in, but there's no like banter because I always worry like oh we gotta just, we gotta just do this get out like, of your own head we're fine uh, no way what are you talking that's a whole gimmick uh do you have any mentions I, you watch i don't have any mentions good? this week I neither do i i've been i've been good i haven't been watching too much tv <laughs> i've been working on my own things doing other stuff yeah. what thing what 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 own thing have you been don't worry about that oh don't worry about that lots of stuff what yeah, about you? Do you have any mentions? Lots of different things, I'm sure. Yeah. Definitely not one thing that you've been working on. I promise on. it's different things. <laughs> what uh, what have you been working on? I believe on? you. Nothing. Or, I mean, uh, or, 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 mentioned, or being worth mentioning. Thinking about nothing. 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 Don't worry about Great. it. Great. Then this. we can just get to Absolutely. the point of today. Honestly, I was trying to look for other things to talk about because now we're talking about this movie. I. <laughs> it was really at the... At the t- it's a pun, I guess. The climax of this movie, Ski, where whoa. I, uh, I was like, <laughs> I truly don't know what Brian is gonna have to say to Dude, me when, I... uh, when we get on this. Where if you if you joined us last week, we're gonna start trying to give you the the movies week ahead of time in case you wanted to watch them. I did warn you specifically that unless you were, you know, this one wasn't for the faint of heart. And be careful. Uh, we watched Kuso. 2017, directed yeah. by Flying Lotus, uh, with uh, AKA Steve. I think Steve. Co-written by David Firth, the the animator behind Salad Fingers. I didn't know that going in, and knowing it afterwards is even funnier. Yeah, well, he uh, <laughs> he had directed one of Flying Lotus's not directed did the animation for one of Flying Lotus's mm. music videos, and that's how they met. And he was like, "You're like my favorite animator." He's like, "You do," yeah, yeah. and he was like, "I if like." I'll I'll come live with you right now, like whatever I need to do to uh, to, <laughs> to, to become your animation you st- to become your animation student. Um, so oh, I, I believe wow. he also like learned some from from him. I can't imagine David Firth taking on. St- I can't imagine that process. Yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> Utterly fascinating to me. Uh, this is a Shutter exclusive. <laughs> yeah, that's what they you. said. At least I haven't actually checked our site, it's, but I assume it's only on there. I think it is. I do also laugh because I don't know Shutter being a, it's smaller than like a Netflix or an HBO or whatever. Yeah, it's on the AMC Plus Amazon yeah. channel, Directv subscription, but it seems it's I mostly Shutter. It seems like AMC has Shutter a relationship with Shutter or did at some point. I don't know. I don't want to go into the things. Um, don't worry about it. I've definitely but seen people say exclusive, and then I'm like, this is everywhere. That's so. what I'm saying. Is like. You're like, this is not exclusive at all. What are you fucking talking say, about? Yeah, I mean, uh, say original maybe, but I don't think it exclusive. is the Shutter original. That's what I was saying is Netflix liked to do slapping the words Netflix original onto something that they picked up and decided to distribute. Yeah. Like, maybe you know what I mean? They have an executive a, producer credit. Maybe it's a Shutter original and not exclusive. I don't fucking know. It's an exclusive. The point is you can watch it on Shutter, which you should be subscribed to by now anyways. Uh, <laughs> Very whole, full chest on that one, <laughs> Brian. What yeah. would you rate this movie? I literally have I'm... no idea from Pukey Face all the way up to <laughs> Ghost Skull Alien. What you will rate it? I'm going to answer your question with a question. Uh huh. This is more towards the audience. I'm sort of angling this away. 
Do you enjoy interactions with poop? <laughs> Follow up. Do you enjoy interactions with cum? Follow up. Do you like looking at things that make you think you're going straight to hell? If yes to any and all of these questions, you will enjoy Kusa. <laughs> yeah, I, I should... don't know what I straight up, Jorge. I'm going to say this right now. I don't know. That's my cool. answer. That is my review. I have no idea. I believe. What about you? <laughs> I believe that. I mean, I was I wavered a few times while watching it. Like I really didn't yep. know, but I think by the end of it, I am sitting at a Mister Cool. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe go skull alien. That's way harder to to like. <laughs> I don't know if there's any arguing up to that. I don't. Uh, that's that's way harder to pick apart and figure out. You know, I yeah. don't know that there's any way that I could figure out if I think about it that highly, but. It's weird in that I would definitely not give this a vomit face. I would never give this a vomit right. face. I don't, I don't think at all this would deserve a pukey face. However, having said that, I don't know if I would recommend this movie to anyone. Um, I would I would say <laughs> I that... I think there's people who would like this, and I'm just saying I don't know if I reach those people. On, you know on the Yeah, yeah. Our audience like, is probably not the one for there. these kinds of people. I would say based on the definition of pukey face, where it's like it it yeah. didn't make my life worse, but no, there's a chance exactly. that no. most people who were to watch it would give it a pukey face that we that we like. Interact I could totally with, right? see people giving this a pukey face. Yeah, exactly. right. You really gotta. I yeah, you gotta have some reason to be there. You know, I feel like <laughs> there's a lot to there's a lot that's, to wade that's a through. Good way to put it. Like you gotta be real into cinema. Or animation, yeah. or horror, or music, surrealism, of like a particular like, kind. Like it's there's there's quite a few things to, to that are done really high quality and are very good. In for this. sure, it's just like if if one of them's not, if you don't have one <laughs> that is like bringing attracting you to this, then then there's a whole lot of whole lot exactly. of shit waiting for you. There is that's a very literal, reasonably literal statement to say as well. Um, for the warnings, this one's actually super easy because it's literally all of them. Just everything. I think every single warning that we've ever given on the show, yeah. it's all in there at some point or another. Pretty much. Nothing done to... <laughs> this may make you laugh, but I think nothing done in, in like a super grotesque way, even though the movie I know is exactly quite grotesque. <laughs> like it's just the... None of, None of it like felt yeah. like it was triggering. It's not you know, tasteless just... or like that thing. It's not done with malice or bad yeah. intent. Unless um, you don't like, also... like poop and farts, that's done pretty tastelessly. That's throughout. done, but that yeah. it almost you know like with great purpose though. That is, you say. get what you pay for in that. Yeah, like was... you, that one you should know going in. And if that's not your jam, then it's not going to be your jam. Yeah, I will. Um, I do also want to say, warning wise, uh, it's it's bad enough that warnings on this episode in fact the things that we're going to talk about will be quite graphic I've already been <laughs> well we've just been saying poop and fart you know I'm, that's and for true you said come i guess but like it's gonna be that's like, a bit of an escalation it's gonna be like a lot of that like non-stop i mean we're it's like beginning to end that kind of thing continuously wall to wall coverage so if you don't want to hear that uh then then this you can you can skip this episode that is okay go listen 
go listen to the Art of Self-Defense episode, because apparently several of you decided to do that the other day, and I got really confused by it. I was like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, dude. I was, um, you know, so that's weird. I was just thinking about that episode movie. and movie, because Yeah, it was a good movie. I'm movie, just saying, yeah. it was just like, I looked at it, and I'm like, this is from September of last year. What are you doing? What are you doing? Great. Like, happy to be here. Let's do like, it. What? Um, yeah. The other, uh, I, don't, I don't think we normally do it as a warning, but uh, flashing light sequence, potential... Uh, hmm. epileptic or seizure warning because there is a sequence or two of rapid flashing lights that's yeah. all that yeah it's uh if you know those like the there are a lot of transitions between scenes in this movie that are done <laughs> oh in like God. that adult swim style is like what yeah. you're probably most familiar with but it's not cable tv so it can go like completely Even bananas more, yeah. you know uh, the the vibe is <laughs> it's some of that so like a, like nightmare comedy I think is what they call it. When, That's um, a very apt way to talk. Um, about. Like specifically, Tim Heidegger from Tim and Eric is, is in it? this movie. I was literally first thirty minutes of the movie. I was sitting there going, "God, this is like a weird like horror Tim and Eric kind of thing." And then he pops up, and I was like, "Hey!" Literally pops right his there. head out of a toilet. He pops, oh, come on, yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's, I mean, this movie's yeah. pretty stacked. It has Hannibal Burris. It has Hannibal Burris. George Clinton from from Parliament and Funkadelic. More importantly, from Good Burger. Also, who also performs in Good Burger. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I an excellent was, sequence. I was literally just listening to Parliament like the Yo! day before, having no idea that he was in this. Oh wow, that's yeah. even better. Um, yeah, big. There's a lot it's, of music uh, people. Obviously, Anders Holm from Workaholics, Workaholics is in there. Like I saw, I didn't even recognize him. I saw his name in the credits. It was Jesus Christ. I know, right? Um, the other one I wanted to shout out uh, is, <laughs> is an insane shout out. Um, I, did, I saw him in the credits and went. I feel no like that I too. feel I like is. I just saw him and I clicked big on him and I Lexington Steel. <laughs> He's a he's a porn actor, a right? Porn king, an absolute. I thought so, and I clicked name, on it. Yeah. IMDb's like he's an actor oh, and man. director, and he's been yeah, married. He is an actor like, and a director. That is, and then true. you look at the titles, and none it's... of which have images, and, <laughs> and it's like I see. Yes, you did. I... <laughs> like, are they I... not willing to admit most porn actors onto IMDb? Just wanted to give big shouts to two, uh, at least one title, maybe a few more. Dark Side of Her Moon 2. Yeah. Great follow-up. I also liked, um, I believe it's just Lex is Evil 4, implying that he's turned evil three other times. And I wonder if these people won't learn their fucking lesson I, that Lex is going to turn evil. Wait, is it Lex turns evil? Or yeah, it's, Lex, evil? Tur it's oh. Lex turns evil 4. Gotcha. Sorry, thank you. Well, maybe it's still just yeah. like the fourth of the... Of the saga of him turning evil, it like it, it's it's been the same evil yeah. turn, but it's like the the chapter right. they continue. Absolutely, right. that might be a that's really good. Yeah. Anyway, big shouts out to my nanny. It's yeah, it's a lot. A lot of people in this. <laughs> um, that being said, don't uh, expect to like walk into like a good time with Hannibal Burrs and George Clinton hanging out. Oh and, like, no, yeah. yeah, like for the most part, you can't even recognize them. Uh, you don't see. I don't think you think you see Hannibal Burris once, but not even in the thing that he's doing. Like <laughs> yes. the main thing is he's a voice for his right. main part of it, but I think he like is visually there for one second I doing didn't something even else. I forget. I don't know. Uh, so the <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the the vibe yeah. is first of all, it is an anthology. It it flips 
back and forth between three stories, but even that is kind of hard to parse out until As afterwards. As if the movie didn't need to confuse you enough, they went, let's do four <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, there's like these these really wild transitions between yep. each, each segment. Um, there's just some musical numbers, and kind of. There's, I was going to say, there's a, a prologue and epilogue sort of yeah. musical number slash spoken word like yeah and if you know flying literally lotus, just there you, and you're like cool what and if you know flying movie, lotus's music it's not like a musical you know it's like very like cool electronic correct stuff. yeah uh, there's a lot of uh i did see it in the credits and i'm like that makes sense was they there's musical credits from multiple artists uh apex twin being one yeah. of them and i was like yeah that they, they absolutely that tracks yeah, yeah have you seen tracks. like a music video for apex twin oh, i don't really know them stop. but i feel like this is like that right a hundred per- parts of it yeah exactly yeah, so that's oh, the, but God. the but the vibe is I mean like while while those the yeah the vibe is somewhat familiar but you are still like watching I I it is one of those times where I, I finish watching I'm like yep I have truly never seen anything like that before which is uh, yeah always, to be fair always something I'm looking for and ask for it was definitely and, a new experience in in a fair amount of ways and yeah. I don't know if I'm better for it but I am changed. I think I found some some good key takeaways. Oh, it's also a very horny movie. Um, <laughs> Horned up big style. In a oh, actually, well, kind of. <laughs> it, it's like it's it's different. It's like in a juvenile way. If you've if you've watched um some old like John Waters films, yeah, it's that kind of horny where it's yeah. like both hyper horny but also like kind of not. Not it was so horny that I don't want to think about sex for a week. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I just it was it's so horn dogged out that I'm like I don't think I like the human form anymore. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's it's the equivalent <laughs> of uh, like Clockwork Orange ultra violence, where it's like this. Is, I feel like this kind yeah. of horny is like a juvenile. It's I mean, t- like literally like a juvenile form mm-hmm. of horniness, where everything will get you off for you. Yeah, totally. Grow out of it, depending. Uh, <laughs> right, fingers crossed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. should you watch the movie first? I mean, we're not going to ruin it for you. This is like a this is, I'd say, like a, a very rich multimedia experience. You know, like this is this is definitely something to be to be watched and listened to, and not something that really hearing about. It's not super. It's narrative not going to do damage. Focus, yeah. You know? Yeah. So. I think I think you're good to listen to this in case you're curious and maybe want to hear more details about what you're going to encounter before you watch yeah. it. Maybe we can help you parse some things out or give you some more context to some stuff. Because also putting it forward like this makes it sound scary, but Shannon was gonna just sit in the room it's and black not, comedy, not yeah. look at the at the screen. But then they ended up watching a good amount of it. Yeah. Um, and being like, Oh yeah, I would actually watch that again. And I'm dude, like, yeah, I uncontrollably laughed at multiple moments. Oh yeah, like, it's also very funny. Yeah, it's, it's it's a it's black comedy. Like it is. It's, there's surrealist. No part hilarious. where they're like really trying to be scary. I think I've I, there's um, I got jump scared at one point, but like sock not. is a bit scary. Doc, that story is a bit scary with Angel in the hole and stuff. That's, oh yeah, that one's the closest thing to like raw horror. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but they don't. It still it doesn't feel like they're. I don't know. I, I get no no. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm just saying like the closest thing you get to like a way more comedy than bad than vibe horror, is yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's that's it. Let's yeah get in there. Absolutely. God, I, I didn't I didn't think that the mattress where the the 
spoiler configuration is could get dirtier, but this movie would make it way dirtier. I can't than Hellraiser even makes talk it. about how disgusting. You know, Kuso the is like is. showing you things that Hellraiser implies. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> a certain type. It's, yeah, it's like... dedication to to <laughs> come and violence is like a, a portrayal of something that is only discussed in like the Hellbound Heart <laughs> and, and implied in the movie Hellraiser. The Hellpriest and Company. I think the Cenobites watch this as a break from their stuff. They go, "Yeah, great, <laughs> awesome, nice, good." It's like this anyway, is the best movie that humans yeah. have ever they got, made. They they all look around and go, who who gave this human the touch, the gift of our touch? Like who who gave him sight beyond this sight? Um, doing a sensual thumb circle to open the spoiler configuration. You know, I feel like I want to like I if we were in person while discussing <laughs> yeah. this movie as part of my my gags, I would make you know throw up noises pretty consistently when talking about like i just feel like that's i can't for once i can't actually properly express myself because i feel like it's, it's way <laughs> too much to sit on the microphone making and just wretch yeah. uh so you're welcome for that i do show <laughs> self-restraint sometimes <laughs> audience we'll let you fill those in yourself in your own brain with your specific yeah, wretch noise that you don't like because uh, yeah. yeah yeah that one last warning we didn't mention enough but there's also a ton of puke in this like people are Fem- vomiting real healthy amount all over of puke, the place yeah. the uh the reason i got introduced to this movie was because of there's a tv show on shutter called the core that uh where they bring on famous up. people from horror films and they interview them and they show how to do special effects and stuff and the first episode is, is like a vomit episode and they have flying lotus on there discussing kuso and that episode's gross, and this is gross, and <laughs> <laughs> weirdly, its origin is also gross. Yeah, I so can't believe it. He's, it's it's known for like that that kind of focus on vomit specifically too. Um, yeah, believe, uh, led to many like mass walkouts at Sundance. Uh sure. Sundance is filled with a lot of overdramatic people. Uh, actually, no, Sundance isn't as much. Uh, the Venice and Cannes Film Festival can be more like that's where they're like competing for applause timers sort of thing. Mm. So them walking out, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't have walked out of this movie. I would have been like, ew, but <laughs> I don't think I'd have walked out. I'd just been like, gross. This is disgusting. I feel like if you're there to watch like fancier art films, I mean, I would consider this to be an art film. It's but, like... a fucking festival. You're going to get a mix of stuff. <laughs> you're like, you don't go, oh, man, I can't. I'm going to the random festival, not the delightful caviar festival, okay? You fucking deal with what you get here, dude. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, to, <laughs> do you want to try? I was going to say, how do you want to deal with well, this? Well, to give the audience just uh, an idea to make it more sense as we're talking about it, um, I'll, I'll fill you in on some of, like, this storyline of what is happening in the world that they at no point like, yeah. explicitly tell you. And like, you do have to like kind of think about it afterwards and put some pieces together, but you got to listen is... to a few things, few key things. And yeah. you'll be like, Oh, It'll be like okay, a flash right. of one thing. And you're like, Oh, that gave me a lot of insight to what's going yeah. on here. You know, Precisely. Um, it's clear that this is like a, there was a large earthquake. Uh, and it has led to the death of many people. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's who is alive is like 
diseased and like sick with some certain things that leave uh like boils and and they're just it fucks up their pustules and they look really bad to to different extents um like i said it's not really discussed you see like a sign about like there's a classroom where a teacher has like on the chalkboard that they're talking about diseases for like a second and you're like oh okay this is that's why everybody has pustules on them (laughs) it's very much a world that is filled in but not info dumped to you like Which it's clearly its own thing but yeah yeah well you're gonna you're absolutely gonna do that in a weird movie like that like you don't want to be like oh by the way here's all the explanation for stuff like <laughs> yeah no but i mean like people do it a lot and that's what mm-hmm. that is what i like sometimes about watching these really intense indie movies where people are truly doing whatever the fuck they want they don't care as much about being like, well, I need to make sure that everybody understands what's going on. I don't like, need nope. to spoon fed. The- yeah, nope. exactly. Like, I'm going to do whatever I fucking want to do. Yeah. And so they just, they just have the story. Um, there, yeah. Like, like you said, there's a, there's bookends to it. Uh, mm-hmm. one of them being like the spoken word thing, uh, which is specifically, it, it, talks what is i cannot follow what he i hear all the words the man is saying i know right but i cannot understand I what his point is or what it's <laughs> he talks about like when, oh, i can't do any when, analysis when on you this. die so you're sorry. dead I, you know like it's it definitely he is referencing ideas from the mass deaths that have occurred from the earthquakes yeah. and i assume it's like a metaphor for something real world and in the first in the prologue one it's like your god is on the underground forget the middle lines but then it's like yeah when you're dead you're gone like there's no coming back or whatever yeah it's very upsetting in yeah. terms of like it's there's it's a lot of stuff it's very negative like, in terms of like if that, we really wanted to like i feel like we could we were re- any good for- do this episode again <laughs> even after this yeah uh watching the movie and taking notes and specifically Fully- breaking down some of that because it's i think i do feel like it is packed deeply with for sure good content like um like everything it's not yeah not that was also space, you know uh big shouts out that was bus driver um bus that's driver. his stage i believe that's his stage name i would assume um, so yeah he's a rapper and right like you know he does things very good like again this is what i was talking about he's very good it's i was processing the words as they were happening and it was moving in such a way and cadence. Like the cadence was really interesting in terms yeah. of the rhyme structure and that sort of thing. But it was just like, cool. I can't, I can't hold any of this in my head. Like I, it's falling out as it's coming yeah. in. This is very good. But I'm like, there's so many things you just showed. And the end one was like, this is also very good. In no way, shape or form can I handle another bite of information right now? Because mm-hmm. the entire movie just happened to me. <laughs> like I am a victim of the last 90 minutes you cannot put a capstone on this right now. Yeah, he says something about like, I bet you forgot about us. I think he's still like yeah. speaking for the dead. And it, mm-hmm. I was a big fan of, of, it, of those things in general. Like that was immediately like, I'm like sitting at a Mr. Cool with that. I'm like, yes, cool. Uh, there is actually a second uh, book ending thing, which is like actual story that starts to happen. Um, it's almost like another segment, but it really only happens at the beginning and at the end. It is, is it's, it's secretly its own vignette, but it's cut up between the, t- exactly, like, it's not. Yeah, they, they don't you, do it, all of them in order. They, they do cut back and forth to yeah, but this one, the other ones at Think least, about yeah. this one, they only have, it's in, basically in two parts, one right yeah. at the beginning and one right at the end. Mm-hmm. They cut to them during sex for one moment, 
midway through the movie. Yeah. To make you to make you like not forget about them, make you feel like they're still in the mix, it's, but they're truly only happening yeah, at the beginning. But there's and the just end. one moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, very much this is also a vignette, please. <laughs> something I appreciate about this movie is uh Flying Lotus is black and he used like a lot of people of color. Um so yeah. that, that was like dope to see. Uh and it d- definitely gives like a different vibe to the movie. Mm-hmm. And, like uh so I'm not going to sit here and tell you which ones are which, but which people are which colors, so you just fucking watch the movie. Um, this segment <laughs> is the... This I, is royal, right? Is it royal? Yes. Yes. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, which the, shouldn't be... I mean, it's fine in terms of... You know, they don't show you the segment names until the end, until but the end. don't yeah, worry yeah, about yeah, it. It's yeah. not... No, no, yeah, but it's, it's helpful. It's helpful. This one is exactly. called royal... Uh, at the beginning, the man, uh, it's just him liking to get <laughs> choked with the belt by his probably girlfriend. Um, yeah. While he jerks off. While he jerks off. Uh, they. <laughs> Sorry. It's it's sweet, though. They like. <laughs> it ain't, no, it's definitely like it's done. It's played straight in yeah. like that, like the act and the way it is. But again, they it's, they do. They don't, it's very hilarious. First of all, they cut down at one point, and I don't know if he just hasn't changed his pants every time he does this, or he has a fire hose that shoots out down there, but there was a lot of darker color in the pantaloons than a regular spread would be, to the point that when he turns around and they have an honest, really genuine emotional conversation about like who they are and life and stuff, he... (laughs) takes his hand and he covers her face. Yeah. Like in cum, to be clear. (laughs) Okay. So fucking funny. I'm sorry. uh, Don't say okay. What the whole point of this is to do these events. Like, what do you want? What? No, I said, are you okay? Oh, I'm having a great time. Like Um, I said, this movie makes me laugh. Yeah. Well, so I I think this one Uh, is like a good kind of covering of what some of the content is going to be because it it is it does show uh, Flying Lotus referred to this movie as like it's really more of a bunch of like love stories of people trying to find love in like impossible situations. Yeah, completely see that. And uh, this one. Yeah, they're they do seem to very much really love each other and are having like a passionate thing for each other. But it is in the middle of uh of like a sexual act, which you know it, it looks graphic on screen. Yeah. But uh, if you're anywhere past like vanilla tastes for sexual activity, you know, like it, when you're in private, you do engage in these kinds of things and come go oh, totally. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. The um, absurdity for me wasn't the actual act itself; it was the follow up with the bottom yeah. fluid stuff. Yeah, like yeah, during it, I was like, it gets everywhere. I honestly, you. if you removed the the boil, like the signifiers right. that it was uh, the that there's clearly like a post-apocalypse or like a weird situation i would have believed this could have been in a normal like intense erotic thriller type movie you know what right. i mean like very much could have seen this in a normal yeah movie. they also he also does a lot of stuff uh to the to the sets like specifically yes. makes everything very very dirty they feel very they feel bombed out sometimes like they feel like they've been attacked and like you're clearly been dealing for months of like no normal maintenance to it yeah so remember those two. They'll come back at the end. Yep. Uh, for the finale of the movie, the next next segment. Now there's three three main segments that we alternate yes. between. And like I said, there's I simply 
there's no way for me to explain to you the transitions that are continuously happening. Correct. But they're very cool, very um I don't I don't know how to describe them besides saying they're like those it's adult swim. So animations. tough to it's absolutely nightmare versions of because they're even worse. Like they're more oh, yeah. intense and graphic to the point where I was like, for some of them, I'm like, stop, shoot, stop, knock it off. What are you doing? More, like, more psychedelic like too. Like it's just yeah. more intense. I mean, it's like a full movie budget, like <laughs> being dedicated to make a bunch of these. Right. Uh, the next one I believe is smear. Smear. I did yeah. not give a shit about smear. Hilarious. That no, no. I'm thinking of sock. Use for. I'm thinking smear. of smock. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Uh, sock is the one in the hole with. Yes, Angel. that's the one I don't care yeah. about. I also did not super care about Spear. But... I mean, I, I'll say this: Mr. Quiggle is my favorite. Mr. One. Quiggle rips. Is my favorite. That's one. that's yeah, what's exactly. holding up the whole movie for me. Is Mr. Smear Quiggle. is a little more. If I think if I was willing to spend more time with it, and I'm not, um, I would <laughs> probably find like by the end of it, I was like. Okay, like sure, I'm getting around to something here. Um, I could, I could, I'm not yeah. afraid to admit that I feel like I didn't get it, you know. Let's... And sock was visually uh, dark, the most intense and dark. The first segment in sock, I couldn't see anything that was going on. That's what I mean, dark. I was like, literally, yeah, like, it was, it was I couldn't see a goddamn thing. By the end of it, they make sure that you can see everything because you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? But. Let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. Smear. Uh, okay. It, the little. This little boy. A little dude. And he's got a big old giant like globule on his neck, like a big god, yeah, big ball thing. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a giant up, you know? boil pustule yeah. thing. Like it's yeah. Uh, it's clear that his father had some sort of deformity, and his mother did not. Uh, he leaves for school, and a group his of his deformity men... being that he was from a creepy pasta, I think, because he has the big uh, like the picture of him is the Photoshop like smile with the big eyes, like it's yeah. very clearly digitally put together, but it is just interesting. Um, yeah. uh, a group of men come to presumably gangbang his mom. <laughs> uh, I'm I... so glad you have to go through the plot of these. <laughs> Just I don't really dead, know. I don't think that comes up again. Of... No, uh, it doesn't. I, dude, he leaves for, there's the, we go through another, we multiple days with him, right? So like we kind of see the routine a little bit and then how it differs and changes over the course of his segment. But yeah, they do that first one and it's like two of the men don't look at her and the third one is like, hey, and like picks her up and like locks her in. I'm just like, oh, you're the nice one, clearly. Um, But yeah, we never see that part of it again. We're just like, yeah. huh. We are. <laughs> All right. He goes to school. It's all that's S K O O L. Messed up little school. Everybody there, all the children there, seem to have some sort of deformity, or at least like yeah. the pustules going on. Uh, this is where Survivors Anders Holm yeah. plays the teacher. Supposedly, I didn't recognize him at all. I a hundred percent thought he was one of the whitest kids you know. Before I went, <laughs> no, it's not. It's Anders from fucking workaholic. <laughs> Because uh, that was, it's the same type, it's a, another, like, similar vein would absolutely be white as kids, you know, in terms of things. But, yeah, no, it's Anders from Workaholic. Is the, is Workaholic. the kid's name Charlie? Allegedly. I don't remember. I don't they remember. Ever I don't bring see, it up. Honestly, one of the parts that bothered me about this one is that it was uh, almost completely silent. And uh, just. Yeah. You don't like that, Pete. I don't like that. You don't like that at uh, all. The little kid. Um, so, he. <laughs> 
shits his pants during the class, I believe. Yes. Another kid gets thrown into a hole because of that. For laughing at it. For laughing at it. And like the teacher, Anders, comes and smells his, his <laughs> butt very closely, <laughs> confirms that it is doo-doo, it's and so then he funny. proceeds to laugh, and then everybody laughs, but it's yeah. okay now. I guess and he gets him the, run away. the kid runs away and finds like a like a hole. He Does finds it start out as just a hole, or is it already like a weird butthole what, hole? What seems to be a sentient, a living butthole, like a living protracted butthole. Yeah, is that what they call pro- sure. prolapse? They need a they what need a hemorrhoid the... cream, big style for that thing. What's they it called a... when your butthole prolapse is definitely something that your anus can do. I don't want to look it up on the computer. I feel like it's prolapse is what I'm thinking. Probably something Um, like that. So he does the natural thing and he (laughs) finds a piece of shit and he picks it up and he smears it. He poops. He poops. I think he gets it out either out of his pants or poops again because I'm pretty sure. I think he picked it up off the ground on the first For sure, but I think he walks over behind the tree and does a little poo-poo and then picks it up and (laughs) a a flesh tongue thing. Yeah, and he smears it on there. Like the fucking, if you folks remember, the Sarlacc pit from Return of the Jedi. The tentacle that comes out and grabs Lando Calrissian's leg is pretty much comes out of this. And he smears the poop on You describing this while simultaneously using like the correct names and words from a very nerdy reference as if to ensure that nobody will ever want to talk to you again. (laughs) Um, he smears the poop on <laughs> on the tongue, um, and then the rest of the segment yeah. is him like continuously coming back. And every time he's like feeding more poop to this thing, it like is continuing to grow until there's like a head coming out of the butthole. Yeah. And then what does it turn into eventually? Which he puts. Well, it it it's like a, zaps him at some bat, point. Yeah, it zaps him the second time. The second the second time he comes back. The the sorry. He does the thing with the tongue. It grabs it. It goes back inside. Cool. Great. Runs it back after seeing a boy with his own deformities uh, get a very funny erection watching a turkey thing try to birth a face. And uh, when he comes back, there's like a severed head. When you say turkey thing, it was like a like a cooked Thanksgiving turkey, but it was yeah. underwater in the pond, and it was like yeah. moving around like it was alive. Yeah, it's important <laughs> and, for later. No, no, for sure. Just, <laughs> Surprisingly, just, just huh? Um, <laughs> one of those like, oh, that's what I'm talking about today. Um, goes back and there's a head with no eyes and like a couple other things. He gives he smears the poop on it again. It starts kind of convulsing lasers him he throws up an eye yes. which he was forced to eat by his mom at breakfast uh which he then puts into the head and the next time we see it there's a fully formed head there um it's kind of kilroy it's kind of like half over like its nose is over the lip of the butthole um but yeah like it's just in there again and then he smears yeah. more on it and something else happens and uh, Flying Lotus does specifically use practical effects whenever possible. I believe he uh, he only uses like the the CGI when he can't get the effect that he like yeah. or, like animations yeah. when he can't get the effect he wants from practical effects in the in the live action segments. Of course, the uh, yeah, the, exactly because he does the, uh, he purposely uses different right. animation techniques and uh, stuff like that to yeah interesting effects. 
So having told you pretty much everything that happens in Smear, I assume Smear is a reference to the poop being smeared on the tongue, uh, I can't <laughs> seem to parse out the... Was it another child who was getting an erection at the turkey? I had assumed that it was his father who <laughs> was still alive, said. unlike I thought. Uh, well, he walks by him, and then he walks by... The third time he's killed his mom, I'm presuming killed his mom. Um, or his mom is dead. Anymore. Her mom is... His mom is dead for sure, because he's wearing, like, cool clothes. Like, he's wearing, like, this cool jacket and, like, boots and stuff. <laughs> Um, the other two times he's wearing his dorky outfit, his school outfit. Um, but when he goes by the third time, he looks over and the boy, I think like the classmates, the class is with that boy looking at the now dead turkey thing inside the mm. water. So I don't know if that helps, but um, yeah, I, I, nothing was gained. What's the thing they say at the end of American Psycho? This catharsis has meant nothing. Has I'm nothing. No, <laughs> I want my pain to be felt by everyone sort of thing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing about connection, but then the th- butthole blows up at a certain point. So yeah, I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. There. Um, that's more of a <laughs> this smiley. Is be <laughs> that's more of a smiley face. Yeah. Do you want to uh, just talk about Mr. Quiggle or do you want to go over Sock? I think we got to... I don't have much to say about Sock. Sock is visually... I mean, for me at least, uh, it was the most... Not necessarily upsetting, but it was definitely the most horror-adjacent one. Because it's a lot of dark, literally, like, unseeables kind of thing. Of a woman called Angel who is clearly trapped under rubble. Like, who clearly is living under whatever... And the earthquake has caved in uh, part of it. Um, I gotta see. I gotta watch this movie again. She can't get back to her baby, which is just a statue that she's clearly deluded herself into believing is the baby, and uh, gets tricked or convinced by a roach person to go down into a very scary hole that she falls down. Ends up getting physically attached to another person, and then that person is gone at some point, and. She goes through a hell ride is all it's really the only way I can describe it. I was having a rough time with this mostly because uh very claustrophobic vibes uh yeah from the beginning. Like the whole time Yeah, it makes more sense. There's yeah. the, the ceiling is two feet away from her. You know what I right. mean? Like it's very much that. Um and then there's a digital, thankfully uh effects driven ride through this tunnel with a sentient piece of poop, I think. It's a um, poop monster. Yeah. And Flying Lotus wanted the poop monster to open its mouth, and out comes the head of Louis Anderson, who also has a tongue that comes out. Uh, and they had built this all with practical effects, but it was just looking goofier than he wanted it to. Yeah. So that's why they had to switch to animation. This is okay. one of the examples that he had, and he is disappointed that they couldn't do the original effect. Was Louis Anderson that. involved? I don't believe so, no. Okay, that's even better than that it would have just been. <laughs> A plastic bust of ceramic yeah. of Louis Anders. Coming out of this poop yeah. monster, yes. Um, yeah, that one's just kind of sad, to be honest. Like, it's just a woman who's, you know, lost touch with reality. And I think an alien tricks her into going further down the thing and to get consumed, and it's not good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Because there's aliens. There's for sure aliens. Let me, let me just say yeah. that out loud. I'm going to make that declarative statement. Um, I don't know aliens. if they caused 
anything with the earthquake, but they're definitely. That's a good around. point. They probably you know I mean? caused the earthquake, huh? Um, I yeah, I don't know who's talking to her really. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't understand what the deal with the roach. Man I think the description is, means or... the, reads the voice of God, but yeah, in the second part of it, when she gets grabbed by the piece of poo, uh, it's one hundred percent the roach guy on her back coming out like near her back. Uh, so again, I don't know if it's like got in there or whatever, or if it's a metaphor. When she's attached to another person, it seems like she's not attached, but she's watching a TV show of her being attached. That was weird. That right. was very too many cooks vibe. Of like, yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of dark. I didn't really know what was going on. Again, like yeah. once again, it's. I'm I'm kind of downplaying these things. There is no doubt that there is a lot of high quality artistic work going into all of this, right? Yeah, like it is. Everything is being done quite well, except for the lighting in sock. I'll say could be could it use some work. So dark, and, uh, then it's, and then it's so bright because they put every color on very fast. Yeah, so it says those are harder for me because I don't. I just don't have anything to hold on to, and I don't have a natural uh, like. Uh, There's no like anchor point to this to, kind exactly, of stuff, yeah. you know. Totally. Um. But what really helped me make it through all these other segments is Mr. Quiggle. That one <laughs> specifically, you remember if you if you listened to all of our episodes, when we talked about rubber, I had a much higher opinion because there's a man who comes out at the beginning of the movie and tells you that the movie doesn't mean anything. And that allowed me to be fine with everything. In Mr. Quiggle, there's a woman. Do you know her name? Um character or actual character name. i can't figure out her which character's one is her name is just b but b. she she is an artist known as the buttress i'm having so much trouble finding these fucking cast members but um yes she oh That's i see fair wait okay so she's the the buttress in this too that's how she's that's how she's listed I, she seems to be herself she is an artist. She's a, a, I believe, a musical artist, although she might be a multimedia artist. But I think her stage name is Buttress Ooh. slash The Buttress. She's been two more things. Soapy, uh, the Scuzzies and Ascetic. Playing a soapy girl and a fly monster. It might not be The. It might just be Buttress. But they... I'm Bethany, Bethany go, Schmidt. Bethany and Schmidt. In, the, in, the, in IMDb, she's, yeah. this character's named The Buttress. I'm on a band camp for the buttress. I'm on the buttress.bandcamp.com. That's awesome. I'm going to have to check her out after so this. So maybe, um, yeah. She is sitting between two uh, very colorful, fuzzy TV screen face alien. Interdimensional creatures. Yeah. Interdimensional. Yeah, you're right. They're interdimensional. That's the way they refer they to are watching actually, at a certain point. <laughs> they are watching a movie. Um, oh, my God. I don't... Remember what else is happening, but it's primarily somebody like like shoving stuff into the head of their penis. Being like for I I didn't know if the person was doing do it call or it? someone else was doing it. A forceful sounding, I would say. Yeah. Forced sounding. What is sound sound rod? Is where no, you get it, you, sounding is when you get sounding. a rod up your pee hole. Yeah. Yeah. But like <laughs> like uh, those old like pain Olympic videos on yeah. the you know like the it doesn't seem purely sexual, right? It seems like. Somebody or that the pain part being violent right? is oh the way they're doing it in the film is 
Yes. Horrid, horrid exploitation style. But, like. but B and these interdimensional creatures are watching this, and she's like, this movie sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're talking about the film. But the way that it, it comes through when you get to that part is it very much seems like she's talking about the movie that you're watching. Correct, Crusoe. yeah. Um, and they have a small argument about movies being artistic and she whether says, something just being artistic sucks or not. She, I was going to say, she says, this is garbage. Art is garbage. <laughs> uh, very like, good. Damn like, right. <laughs> I really, really needed that, though, to bring it down. Right? To, like, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't keep it happens early on. And it, I would not have been able to keep doing it if I thought that, like, this guy was just fucking so full of himself. That this exactly. Is yeah. The the oddly bringing it up helps relieve the pretension. Yeah. It. And it's just like it from that point on, it starts to feel like. Oh, you just think this shit is cool. Like you're just not like around. being like a pretentious ass. Like you just yeah. you just like this stuff and you're happy that you got to make your own movie. You're doing like the Rob Zombie House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, like man, I it's my first movie, out. so I'm just gonna put in everything that I like at once, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm gonna get another movie, so I'm gonna do all the movie in the one movie. <laughs> yeah. Fine Lotus described it as uh like when like punching the biggest kid in the classroom. Yo, like, you just take your swing. Yeah. yeah you just gotta you just, fucking go for it came in swinging uh, Great. since everyone was telling him you know like you're a new director you don't really know what you're doing blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, use it to his advantage <laughs> I so love the description on wikipedia just says after smoking from a bong and watching what appears to be a snuff film <laughs> B goes to the bathroom <laughs> yeah one of the interdimensional creatures is uh the voice is done by hannibal burris yes the other one is donnell rawlings who you would recognize from a bunch of things um I don't, I can't think of a, the big one, but he is in a lot of Donald Rawlings. Donald Rawlings, yeah. Uh, um, he's in. He's a. Oh my God! Yeah, you like, know who he fucking is? <laughs> in Spider-Man Two, no. at the beginning, no. the guy who goes, "Hey, Spider-Man just stole that woman's pizza." <laughs> it is listed as he pizza was... heist witness with heist in quotation <laughs> marks. He was big on Chappelle's show. <laughs> bunch of stuff like that. That's oh my god! Fucking awesome. That's the funniest reference possible. <laughs> I yeah, that's all I need to know from. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so it's that guy's pizza, I think. That guy's pizza. Okay. So sorry. That's um, unbelievable. I had to continue reconstructing the scene in my head. I fucking love Spider-Man. Continue restructuring. Uh, I was so, not fully formed all the time. Anyway, I know. I, know. I need to play it back. Uh, <laughs> so, so immediately that this segment has them being like, you know, we're not taking this. We're not like that. We understand what's going <laughs> on here, right? Like, we know what this probably looks I'd like. Just be to really you. shit. Yeah, and those two, the two interdimensional creatures, we kind of. All of a sudden, very quickly find out that they're not just her friends. They murdered everybody she knows and cares yeah. about, including her parents. Gee, they didn't murder them. Sorry. She talks as if they murdered them, but they actually just uh, banished them to another I dimension. I really just couldn't tell if they weren't gaslighting. <laughs> no, they. I feel like they're definitely alive. Because like the, yeah. it does sound, when they first start talking about banishing them, it does sound like they're just lying. They're just, yeah. But like then saying. they were like, they got jobs you know we gave them jobs <laughs> they're the good be worth it. <laughs> like this whole segment is so fucking yeah. funny and uh 
they do show on their TV monitor faces for a little bit her mom, mm-hmm. which she clearly wants to see, but she's also still kind of friends with them, even though she hates them. And she also has, I don't know if this is just a her as an artist choice or it was something specific for the movie, um, but she has like fully white contacts in. Yes. Which gives and a very cool, like surreal look, but um, I think she her looks mom hot. also has that in the television screen face, so I yes. don't know if it was like... Yeah, it's probably like the whatever weird disease people get affects them on a genetic level. Because ah. it seemed like people who are related to each other had similar ailments probably going had on. Some, that, yeah, actually, yes. That'll, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I mean, she, like everybody else, is supposed to look fucked up, but I don't know what it was. And she came on screen, and I'm like, I'm I'm attracted to her. I'm, I'm in yeah. this horny movie now. I can move. I can... Um, <laughs> they, yes. she, when she goes to the bathroom, because she's upset about her, her mom and everything, they... They try to throw a piece of shit at her, yep. uh, and she manages to evade it. This is where Tim Heidegger pops out of the toilet. Literally pops out of the toilet. Um, after she's taking a poop. So yes, poop is on his After, head. yeah. Uh, admits, like, not as an admission, like, just, like, lets her know Stay that he, he definitely raped her while she was passed out drunk. Uh, Which, she seems to be aware of... The fact yeah, she's that they a, had sex? She's getting a pregnancy test at that point, yeah. Yeah, but he's just like, I really want to illustrate that what happened was... Yeah, he compares you. it to fucking a dead dog. Um, oh again, God. I tried to even tell you that, like, just listening to this, you're not escaping yeah. any of... You know. um, <laughs> and he he's, like, very clearly, like, super into her, and she just wants to get rid of him. And she, she, when she's getting rid of him, it's very funny it's the way she's, very, she's talking to him. ignoring him and, like, go away. She's like, oh, yeah, no, totally. I'll come over. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not later. Later. Not now. Later. As she's, like, pushing his head back into the toilet. She flushes the toilet and still pushes him down the toilet at the same time. She she steps out of the bathroom back into the room and immediately gets gets the shit in her face. And both of the interdimensional creatures are laughing at her. And (laughs) the the comedic timing on that was so fucking good. It was perfect. It was perfect. Um, Um, Yeah. They're both so goddamn funny. They, we this this one is actually it feels like intertwined with another segment, but I believe they're all one they're, segment. It's all I thought they Mr. were two Quiggle. Segments. Yeah. I thought they were two segments, hundred percent. Because she goes to the to a clinic to get an abortion. abortion. Um, we see the ad for the clinic. Yeah, a rough ad, by the way. <laughs> a <laughs> which one is it? The one eight eight rat fuck. <laughs> Yeah, if I thought that was an abortion, ad for something else. Or if you're, well, no, it's initially we. It's weird because I think they bring up everything in the ad, but the relation we have to the ad is Zach Fox's character coming in saying, "I saw your ad and I'm sad." Because I think Dr. Clinton, played by the legendary George Clinton, <laughs> is basically like, "Are you sad? Are you afraid of stuff? We can stop that." Do you and know then, who? Do you um, know who Zach Fox is? Who? No, I just, I'm asking you. Oh, I've no you just idea. Like, looks like he He's directed great. Thundercat, Dragon Ball, Do Rag. Sure. Really enjoyed uh, him in this movie. I hope he did. Yeah, I hope he was, he's doing he more stuff. Um, but he was really fucking funny. In this movie. He was also very funny in this. Yeah, like, we we start following him as he goes to the to the. I, I guess it's the one eight eight rat fuck place. It is because it they has- give stuff to to cure phobias and to give yourselves an abortion. Yes. Um, which, mind you, means that in this movie, they literally have more freedom than we currently have. 
these freedoms are currently being taken away from yes. us. Yes. Buttress um, does have not a conversation. The phobia Buttress does have a conversation with Tim, Tim Heidecker about exactly this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because. And I, with Zach Fox. Zach Fox uh, is like acts like a likable protagonist, but I don't think we're meant to like him. It's one of those things where they they make him likable, but then they have him do and say unlikable things occasionally. He's just so... I think the only reason you'd immediately gravitate to him, one is he's genuinely charismatic in his delivery of lines and stuff like that, but like he's the only one... Barring B, I get, like Buttress, only person who's acting remotely close to what we would consider normal. Right, but he... He has a... He's talking to the... He starts with like the attendant, the the uh, the secretary. Starts with the and, attendant who keeps just going. Do you have an abort? Like she's like all of the, repeating questions over and over again. And he is like, I am, I'm, I'm so mad. I'm gonna spit all over the. Place. That's what he literally says. And then he, and then he just he all of a sudden punches her in the eye. And it's she so like slowly fun. lowers down, and then a blow up doll slowly lowers up. But then he continues talking to it, and the blow up doll just makes some squeaky noises. But he clearly understands what they are. I didn't realize what was happening the first couple of t- the first time they did the gag. But yeah, yeah, when he's first talking, there's immediate squeaking noises because it's the doll interrupting him, so he doesn't yeah. get a word in edgewise. <laughs> yeah, he's there because uh, he's afraid of boobs. Yes, which. When they reveal that, because he has a com- he sits down, like fill out form, talks to. Buttress. I could tell what it was before they revealed it because he was trying to get the clipboard, and he's like, "Can you? I'm just, I just don't want to." Oh, he's yeah, like trying to reach around the breasts of the blow up doll. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Can you they, just they, hand it to they, me?" They, Never mind. They put the camera down. They tilt out so you can very clearly see the, the boobs, but the the very amply breasted um, nurse at one point. <laughs> They're, they're doing it, they're talking whatever and she interrupts the thing and goes guy who's afraid of boobs and they cut over to <laughs> they cut over to uh zach and they play the sound in grand theft auto when you die and it goes wasted the oh yeah they do i was like i'm gonna lose my brain's gonna fall out of my head are you kidding me Did they just play that there's more to come but they definitely played it i howled with laughter <laughs> Yeah. How so he laughter. he punches the the secretary. He starts <laughs> talking to B about her abortion and saying that, shouldn't like, he's not saying he the... shouldn't get it, but he's like, he's like, kind of insisting that she should tell Tim yes, Heidecker exactly that she got pregnant and that it, you know, that it's like the courteous thing to do. <laughs> like, get into a little bit of an argument. Yeah. Uh, even though he was like clearly trying to hit on her because he he does the smooth like, does your boyfriend know? like? Yeah, uses uh, it very well, which I loved. I love the opening of their conversation because it'll bring I'll bring it'll bring up one of my very lines that made me laugh out loud again. But it does start with him going, "Sorry about that whole thing," like apologizing for punching and yelling at the fucking attendant. And she goes, "Oh, I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't care. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter." And he's like, "Okay, great." And I'm just like the way she's, I don't care at all. Um, <laughs> I did love he's taking this survey and it's another way that he tries to chat up B is he's bringing up lines and he goes one of the lines is just are your fears making you more gay or less straight <laughs> I fucking died. I almost fell over laughing. 
he asks B what she put down. Uh, and and she, she's like, yeah. I don't have that one. I have this one. She shows it, and it's just a diagram of a coat hanger and like how to unfold it into dude, some dude. sort of apparatus in order to give yourself an oh, abortion with God. it. Um, oh, which I'm sure yikes. has... Yeah, I don't even know where they're going with that besides just trying to be grotesque with it. But. Yeah, that was true. Like, oh my goodness. Um, yeah, during their discussion, I did... I laughed at the like thing of B just going is my fucking decision like I don't care like shut up it's my yeah. like, the whole she's time she's just perfectly sitting valid there and he's just being a shitty dude she's just sitting there with the coat hanger trying to figure out how to fold <laughs> it correctly step two and she's yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so again this is still like Mr. S- Mr. Quiggle is even named after what uh, Zach Fox's character Manuel I think is going through uh, because he he goes to see George Clinton um, and the treatment for for your phobias is you have to sit underneath his ass and he uh, like a bug alien thing comes out of his butthole and there's like a like a thing you remove and it shoots out a bunch of goo at you. And you have to drink of it as much of it as you can, and then you like <laughs> black out and hallucinate for a little while, which is, in fact, is one of those transitions that we see. Yes, and um, you have to do that two times at, at least, least. Uh, and then you're you're just cured. And you are just cured. No we we only hope. we see him come to from the first one before we even know what's going on, and they have to like calm him down, and he does the second one, and this is where we get an extended transition <laughs> sequel like when you extend one of those animation sequences that's, that's very breast focused that was one where i was like i don't think i like boobs anymore <laughs> i'm it not was, o- uh, i'm not only not afraid of them i don't think i have any interest in them ever again <laughs> one of the things he says the first time he's freaking out he's like i came here to get rid of one fear and i'm gonna walk out with seven, seven. uh which is as like, an apt statement when he's walking out he's like i still can't look at you <laughs> Very just... I can't even still can't even yeah, fucking still look at these. Look at you. <laughs> um, perfect. But after the second time, he he just he wakes up and then he looks around and he's like so fucking stoked because yeah. he's absolutely <laughs> not afraid of boobs anymore. It's funny. He's just aggressively pointing at the nurse's boobs and like gives them the middle finger, then moves on to George Clinton who's sitting in the chair, points at them aggressively, and then just like starts playing with plays George with Clinton's breasts. Uh, Unbelievable. And George Clinton's like, well, I'm just a, I'm not actually a doctor. I'm just a host for Mr. Quiggle. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I have to thank him. And so he like looks through the little, I'm assuming the George Clinton's butthole. The POV inside of George Clinton's asshole. Yeah. Uh, at Mr. Quiggle and he, and he waves his thank you. And then we return He goes to- for a fist bump. It was for a fist bump. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to remember everything. <laughs> and that's when, then later George Clinton goes... That you know, like that shit, because he sings a song to get Mr. Quiggle to come out. Well, because um, they were they they go through a few different pieces of music because they're trying to decide what music terrible. to play to get Mr. Quiggle to come out, and uh, <laughs> eventually they tried decide to do it a cappella, and which means that uh, uh, Manuel is just like starts doing a beat and exactly. then rapping over it, <laughs> and everybody loves it, and yeah. it is good. Um, but he just the parts, I loved the line where he just goes. That shit you did, that's the doo-doo. That's the shit. That's, that's the shit. That's the doo-doo. I love, fucking, fucking died. 
Yeah, it was anyway. very, very good. Um, and then yeah, this uh, is the post part. B decides to go to Tim Heidecker. Who, who? What's his fucking name in this? Does it matter? Does he matter? Does any of this matter? Phil. I think he's, oh, Phil. Sure. She goes to see Phil uh, and lets him know about the baby. And when she gets there, he's like fucking. Is it one of those turkey things? I don't know. It could have been. I, I feel, feel like, like it was it's one a, of those turkey things. I, I think it might have been a distorted version of that. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. It looked like a plumbus is what it looked like <laughs> from Rick and Morty. Big, yes, absolutely. Uh, and he, in front of him, he has like a shrine to be. Mm-hmm. And he's like kind of making fun of him. And then she tells him uh, and he's like, that's great. And she's like, no, it's not. I'm going to get rid of it. And that's where he goes completely completely evil on her and he starts talking about how he could what if he like slits her throat to take the baby for himself because he like wants it really bad and he prefaced the violence with standing up and she's like can you put some fucking clothes on and he's like she's like did you pierce your nipple and he's like yeah do you want to tug on it do you want to pull it you want to make me bleed and she's like no not particularly i don't oh he's like do you like it and she's like no not particularly (laughs) he's like do you want to pull it do you want to bleed do you want to hurt me and she's like no massive nipple ring it's like a huge hoop that he has on his nipple but he starts threatening her and then the two interdimensional creatures show up and turn him into the thing that he was fucking pretty like a weird yeah, conglomeration more of penis the two. style because i think it's a penis coming out of his own asshole thing and it's very big yeah. and it might be his head like pulled out the other way it's real fucked up and b's like thankful at first because she <laughs> thinks they came to protect her and they're like no you just took the remote which of course she had in her vagina yeah uh, which she then removes, and it's like everything else in this movie, like sopping wet with glue, with goo, you know, just like <laughs> all sorts of goo on it. Bottle of Elmer's up there is what it was. And uh, they go back to the apartment. Well, she's like, "Can we? Can you guys murder him?" And they're like, yeah. "I don't know about this." Like that's especially there's like where I'm like, I don't think they murder anyone. I think they just banish them. Oh no, my thought there was they're more than happy to murder. They're just annoyed that they're woman friend is asking them to do something for them. I took I, it as very mis- like purposefully. They were, that they he were was like, I don't know anything about no murder. Like, I, know, I was like, you're lying. <laughs> I don't think they murder anyone. I okay. think they just banish them. They banish turned them, them inside out places. into a penis monster thing. So, you know. Yeah. So, like, you know, they banish <laughs> you know? them away to yeah. somewhere where they have jobs. Yeah, definitely. Um... <laughs> So Good. she's like, okay, well, what about this? And then we cut to a fucking so dope music video. Oh, B, yeah. Awesome. Uh, just video. doing awesome, awesome stuff and like a, like abusing uh, Phil, <laughs> of who's another, still in. Another sounding moment. Lots yeah. of... Just going to town yeah. on him. And then it cuts to her and the two interdimensional creatures on the couch watching the music video. <laughs> and, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she fucking loves it. One of the other ones likes it, I think, and one of them doesn't because he thinks it's, it's too like artsy. It. Yeah, I don't. It's one of them does not like. It. It's the same criticisms that she had of the original thing. Yeah. Um, and then she mentions that she's pregnant, and they zap it out of her tummy into her hands. It being the fetus. Stop. Okay. Because there's one, there's a key sound thing that you're missing from this description. No, I'm pretty sure we talked about the sounding. They absolutely stop it. They absolutely <laughs> do exactly what you just said. But the way they do that is they go in using their interdimensional powers, look inside. Then a very familiar set of three words happened in my head, and I went, "No way." Um, the three words were 
get over and here. Oh, yeah. The fetus is violently pulled out of her body. Then I knew what the reference was because when they're holding the fetus, a guy goes, finish him. They play the Mortal Kombat sounds as this is happening. They throw the fetus back to her and... As she's she very, down at very it, yeah. sadly looking down at it, they just go, fatality. And I'm like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to fucking leave my own home and walk into the ocean right now. Like, this is fucking insane. It, it helps. You know, It honestly, it helps it ease, ease the situation of a fetus being zapped out of her both, stomach and into her hands. For me, it was interesting because it was emotional, I think would be the way to put it, because it was both. It was incredibly surreal. I'll say that. But it also kind of made it worse. It felt very mocking and very mean. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't like this. And then she went, we should smoke this. And I went, okay, <laughs> cool. We don't give a fuck. Cool. We should we... smoke this shit. Holy shit. And then she she's like she... laughing. Smiling. She's like, right? And then it cuts away yeah, while she's lighting. like just directly taking the lighter to the little very red fetus to smoke it. I was just like, uh, oh my God. And I was like, we are we are really ramping up here. Yeah. That's like the last thing we see before. No, we we get some extended sequences of more like alien shit. We see like a yes. giant spaceship come in with many of those turkey living things, but flying. they're flying. Yeah. They're like uh, dropping out of this main mothership type deal. Um, yeah, which made so I me, I didn't know where that was. Is. I didn't know that, where that was time-wise. I didn't know. It's pretty close it to like, the end. No, no, I feel like it's after this and pretty close to the end. What I'm saying is in like the timeline of actual events whether it occurs there or not you know what i mean i honestly um, i assume this movie's linear relatively I didn't chronological find, I didn't, yeah relatively linear. i didn't find anything to, to say otherwise yeah so it just seems that i guess and in the invasion or the rest of the scale i like feel like they started with the earthquake yeah exactly and have been infecting everybody with something or other yeah because um, clearly different at least two types of aliens are around i think there's the well, there's multiple because there's, I'm assuming the roach guy and then there's- I don't know if that's an alien. I think what yeah. they've done is that they've, they're made, everybody is now delusional and oh. has like lost their di- damn minds basically. Okay. I don't even okay. know if like in reality, those turkey things look like turkey. I mean like, yeah. it may even just be a very cool way of showing that these are like legit real aliens and they're just not, they're but not just going to be little grays, you know, that's going to be truly Lovecrafty and like who actually- and I say truly Lovecraftian, as in it's not it doesn't just mean Squidhead, you know. That <laughs> yes, means like imperceptible, like, right? Actual imperceptible yeah. to our or like just completely outside of our our ideas of what an alien. Can okay, be, right? I can completely see that. I can completely. So see them, that. Uh, if they're interdimensional as well, you know, also just completely infecting the human psyche at all levels, meaning that even somebody caught down in the rubble is just imagining weird it's things still, based on their own beliefs, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, still gets like the. Not contact high, but yeah, like some the equivalent of that of just like them yeah. still being around is still affecting even that sort of thing. Yeah, um, so the, uh, yeah. the that's why she's like talking to roaches and shit down there. You know, there was another thing that came up. I don't know if you want to talk about it because I think we're at second half of Royal now. Um, there was a brief thing after I think it was after Royal and before Smear started that was a um I want to say like like a nightmare version of like uh, that paper cut animation mm-hmm. of certain shows. Like we have that of a guy talking to dispatch oh, yeah. on a radio talking about his dad. And I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Doing something with their mom. 
and like cutting something out and he was there and like held her down and was talking about being like a real man. I think they flash the picture of the sheriff. Like they very clearly show a picture of a police officer. I assume it's sheriff because of the cowboy hat. Because uh-huh. I like cowboy hats and sheriffs have cowboy hats and that's it. Um, <laughs> they show that picture in royal part. I mean, in the second part of royal, I for sure saw it on their on the nightstand of I think the the woman. That picture is there. So this is another party in that family, but just in the basement or something like. I don't. Right. I have no words to make of it of anything, but it was just I had to mention it because it was there. <laughs> yeah the uh, the 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 face that Brian's talking about it's like made out of paper and it is like talking on a a CB radio about something with the mom and the dad and it it yeah it just cuts from that to the next segment and it now that I'm thinking back to it, I'm like yeah there's absolutely oodles of secrets to what the hell is going on in this movie and yeah. what he's saying right there we need to go back and, and listen to it yeah. yeah this is if we really want to understand this movie it's going to be a, a second we would watch have to note taking Kuso Redux as a fucking yeah. episode and which I'm not against uh, maybe later <laughs> I mean, not right away maybe yeah no way uh, but yes, we are at Royal Part Two, which is the I told you to remember the the guy who likes getting choked while he jerks off, uh, and he finds out that sh- his his girlfriend, wife, whatever, she has like a giant boil on the side of her neck that has started talking, mm-hmm. uh, and she can't get rid of it without killing herself, and they're having an argument, and it starts getting a little violent, but. The Boyle tells them, like, you have no option but to deal with me. Like, there's nothing else you can do. And he's like, well, how how would we even start doing that? And he's like, for, well, for a start, you can take those pants off. Uh, and then he... And he's like, okay. And he takes his pants off and sticks his dick into the mouth of the Boyle. And oh, my God. fucks her neck until he comes all over it. And whenever they cut to the Boyle, it is clearly like a close-up. Of it, taking up the full screen. So just having that and having it splattered with cum. Is yeah, big like, fake penis rub the cum around its face and mouth is like... I was just it's, like... I couldn't stop laughing during this. I also couldn't stop laughing during the sequence where he's essentially face-fucking this boil. Um, because I had to imagine the reality of that scene. Because it's just the woman, the actress sitting in this chair like faking sexual noises and the guy with his captain like captain morgan leg on a chair just yeah. thrusting into her face like her face and neck area while she's like oh ooh, oh i'm like this the surreal like what an ins- ridiculous like thing to go cut we're good great job guys yeah my thing was just like since it's it's him shoving his dick into the mouth of a boil is yep. just like wow this is literally more graphic than pornography oh 100% which is which is I very cool watch. to be like yeah i'm watching something fucked I- up and it's like the and you could tell everybody knows this is like the very end of the movie pretty <laughs> much it's like when he finishes like the that's where they like play like the the credits for that and like start hitting and up all the else, credits yeah. uh and I was just like, wow. Yeah, that was, in fact, there's, a lot. There's nowhere I see to go after that. A lot of things come up where people are like talking about how crazy something is. And I'm like, eh. You know, I, I'm pretty desensitized. I've seen a lot of stuff. None of it. Yeah, really this, gets this one's still in. I mean, like, you know, it doesn't, I'm just saying, like, it was, like, 
no opinions about it factually a lot just objectively yeah. there's a lot going on here it was extremely <laughs> graphic and i don't think that was oh. kind of cool <laughs> i think it went so far that i'm like <laughs> yeah i actually you know i don't really love exploitation and just like doing things for shock value but um <laughs> it went so far i'm like i am legitimately impressed yeah like, and i'm i'm cool with this this boil face fucking. it's it's truly, I don't know, I don't, I have to talk to get some of this out of my system, but I don't know what to say about it. It's a, it's a boil vo- voiced by Salad Fingers getting face fucked by oh a dude. Oh my God, it is Salad Fingers. Because it's David, for, yeah, like it's fucking, it's just Salad Fingers saying, take off those trousers. And then, <laughs> and then the woman going... I mean, come on. Like, why not? And him, yeah, she and, loves like, it. they all get into it super quick style. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, he's also not wearing pants. He's wearing fully lederhosen. He's wearing lederhosen, and he was wearing a big mask. And When he came yeah, in. Yeah, when he came yeah, in, and then he that. took it. It was all, I was like, okay, great. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah. Yep. This was another one where they... <sighs> where she, he talks about going to the doctor, and they don't fully finish their, sen- their own sentences, so... You, you can't know exactly what's going on, but clearly they both realize they don't want to go to the, the doctor in case the doctor finds out something else is wrong with them. Yeah. It's like they it's like everybody knows they're sick, but they don't want to admit it. Exactly. Yeah. They they think of any excuse because Which I'm sure could tie into deeply into some metaphors yeah. that we could parse out if we spend more time analyzing the movie. But there's just a lot to get the way surface here. cracking through the surface is enough mental work that you're like, I'm spent. I need a cigarette after that. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. It's Which uh I believe uh uh Royal the Royal Boiled. Absolutely sp- I just realized the name is Royal the Boiled. He almost says it and they cut him off. <laughs> he goes he goes, name you Royal. Royal the and they both go. I love it. Great. <laughs> I didn't even realize that that's what was happening. But Royal does smoke a cigarette after getting face <laughs> Um, and then yeah, after after all all the credits, we have the uh, the guy doing the who did the the spoken word yeah kind of musical sequence from the beginning come to his final words, and then we're we're out of there. Oof. And the movie ends with uh, like maybe thirty seconds of just black. I was super uh, worried something was going to happen. I was so fucking scared, dude. I was like, oh my God, what is, they could pop up anything on the screen right now. Because one of the times that, that jump scared me was, uh, I think it was a transition away from Sock where there it's like darkness, but there's like, I no, maybe it was transitioning away from um, from Smear when it's the, the eyes inside of the butthole thing. Yeah. And it's like in the dark and it slowly morphs into something else into like more and more of a face that you can see yeah. and then all of a sudden that face completely breaks away from the screen because it's actually part of an animation and you didn't even see that yes. it did that that switch and it's played with a loud noise at the same time and i'm like oh my god that was just like <laughs> it was just one of those moments that like like it just like cracks your perception a little bit right because like you're thinking is one thing that can't possibly act that way and it does all of a sudden and you're like whoa that one it was great got me good dude. absolutely yeah so, I know we literally mostly just talked about what happened in the movie, but um, that's... What else do you want us to talk about? <laughs> no, I think we did good. Did I think to... that's that's all I can handle out of I this movie I was going to say, right I can... Uh, yeah, sure. At some point, I'll go back and be like, oh my God, he was talking about yeah. this, this, and that. That's so fascinating. I can't believe it. And it's just, uh, no. At this yeah. point, I'm well, still multiple... recovering from the fake penis 
rubbing cum onto a boil that is enjoying it a lot. Royal the boil. Yeah. Huh. Uh, they, we, I, we also didn't mention that, like, there are many times where just these things are happening and somebody pukes, you know. Uh, <laughs> when that, he that's, meets, that's all over. When they meet Royal, when the boy meets Royal for the first time, he pukes, the girl pukes, and then Royal pukes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Yeah, you get a demented sense of humor exactly. by the end of the movie. Oh, you start laughing. Like, they get you in there, and you're like, I'm not even. Yeah, I'm just laughing at this funny stuff right now. Yeah, these are just my adult cartoons. What do you mean? Precisely, yeah. Uh, So, but, like, it is gross. There's all sorts of things in there. But if you notice, it's nothing nothing completely, like, unbearable to watch, right? Like, and yeah. especially since it is done as a black comedy, then, it, like, I it makes things a lot more tolerable. 100%. Um, I I was always worried that they were gonna push something too far, and I was gonna get nauseous or something. Mm-hmm. But I was I managed to stay okay. Did you get nauseous at all? No, nothing ever brought me to that. Um, no, I feel like that's yeah. it's probably the closest I've gotten though. I could opinion. have. I I wouldn't have been surprised if I did, but no, 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 no yeah. nothing in there. By the time they're getting you into the more more of the stuff, you're yeah. they do what American the book American Psycho did for me, which was completely desensitized, like escalated the killing to the point where when utterly horrid shit was going on, I was going, yeah, another kill, like yeah, cool, that yep, more, yeah, because they escalated in a way where you're like, great, I accepted yeah. that, and I didn't die. Oh, I can accept this and not die. Great, awesome. So it's so it's a bearable amount of gross stuff, but there's also just well, so much like rich context and and like artist art forms and uh, like cool cinema techniques, things you've never yeah, seen. Yeah, interactions like, uh, with different styles of filmmaking. Because I'm putting animation in that category, like yeah. that cross between um, live action and animation as a narrative i'm gonna say narrative in quotes but like also as a theming tool i think would be the better way to put it because it's not like roger rabbit where you go wow it's amazing that he's talking about this cartoon but it's like moving through and certain things being animated and being treated in the same reality as such and also being alien to it at the same time and like the intermingling of those i think is very effective in here yeah so it's definitely like if if some of these things sound like your cup of tea i mean they very well might be it's it's uh, i I do recommend checking it out if if any of this sounded interesting to you it's on it's on shutter like it's oh that's the 4.8 on imdb yeah that's brutal i would not give it a 4.8 i guess it's (laughs) it's asking a lot of people to to figure out that's that's being surprised by the 4.8 is asking for an a and a mind agape, not just open. Yeah, it's like a 36% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that, that sounds right. It's audience score. Yeah, this these all track. I will say that none of that confuses me or is surprising <laughs> to me, but I do think it deserves more. I wish it had more. <laughs> it it should have more. Um, I get no. I get why it's hard for people to to get through that i'm trying to see if he uh is doing i hope he does another movie soon that would be that's great what, that's what i want to know like this, this is 2017 and 
Oh, he directed a segment on VHS 99. Ooh. And uh, he directed Flying Lotus featuring David Lynch. Fire is coming. So Fire is I, coming? I, yep. Interesting. Not Fire Walk with No, me. of course not. There so. were some in Smear, I remember. There were a couple of editing techniques that I very specifically remember being in Twin Peaks The Return which was very mm. interesting because it came out the same year, 2017. Um, mm. So it's just an interesting bit of like, oh, the, um, I don't know how to put this, but like the surreal techniques being used at that point <laughs> were interesting. Yeah. Well, he did. He went to, to film school also, Fine Lotus did. That makes sense. Apparently he had to like unlearn a lot of things yeah. so that he, he could. went, this is stupid. Because <laughs> he's like, people don't give a shit about all the stuff that I learned. <laughs> I got to move on from this. He also did uh, composed music for a Salad Fingers TV show that came out in 2019, Excellent. which is like you guys, you missed you missed the boat on Salad Fingers. Yeah. Like that's over. Like what it's do you mean Salad over. Fingers 2019? It, I looked at that cuz it says David Firth's thing like one of his own his few credits is Salad Fingers and it says 2004-2022 and I'm like if Stop. you've been making content since then Fucking 07s in the chat, salute to you, my friend. But like, I could never handle Salad Fingers because I was always worried that something really scary was about to happen. Honestly, same. But I always, I will never forget Hubert Cumberdale because it's still one of the top five funniest names to me ever. <laughs> I just the word, the, those syllables together are mag, are golden honey in my fucking ears. Anyway, cool. that's all. Well, that's that's all. Folks, folks. <laughs> Whoa, even, even, even. No pluggables today, but we got a uh, thank you for Eyes of Astoria for a wonderful theme song, Dead Walk. You can catch John from Eyes of Astoria or all the various guests that we have on various episodes by going to thebloodystream.com clicking on pod people. Absolutely. And for next week, folks, if you want to get ahead of the curve and maybe oh, yeah, watch I the forgot. thing. What are we going to be doing next week, Jorge? We are going to be watching a movie called Tammy and the T-Rex, 1994. (laughs) You can catch that on Shudder. It's also on... we got to check out Fright Night Plus. Sure. Uh, Peacock and Tubi TV, Pluto TVs. So if you... I think I tried Plex at some point. Or no, maybe it's just Pluto. I don't know. Tubi and Pluto are both free with ads. So if you don't have anything else, that's where you can watch them. Or... Uh, Support Shudder. You should absolutely do that. But if you can't do any of those and you happen to own the game High on Life, allegedly, you can watch the entire movie in there. That's, yeah, I did see that. I'm actually reading off the list for the Toxic Adventure. Uh, toxic Adventure. Adventure. I'm sorry. I think we just went on a did. Toxic Adventure. <laughs> so, t- Tammy and the, the, T-Rex the T-Rex is only on Peacock with ads and shutter. Oh, to be, to be. Okay. Shutter, Peacock, Tubi. What is going on with Peacock grabbing up the obscure? Hoopcock? I think it's just these. Some of these movies we're watching now are are people are being like, they're they're just like, we'll go anywhere. I think I really think they're like, hey, we'll take it. Really not charging. Peacock is like, oddly, they're not. I don't think they're starved for content, but they're like, we'll take some weird content. We don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, if Tubi's taking it, we're taking it. Exactly. That's the thing. Is like if they want if they want to have ads on their service, they should just be eating up anything that Tubi and Pluto put out there. And go, we can here you go for free, idiot. 
need to put a put out a guide on all these streaming services. Absolutely. We need to, we need to put some more content up. We'll have lists, curated lists eventually. Sure. We're I working it. on it. Um, the other thing we're working on is shouting out our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily. I did it right. I made Brian a, stop saying Yvette it's, because it's like you don't at a certain you haven't point, said it in months and it's you, like would, you don't people know would write downtime of Beck and go, I don't know what's going on here. Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. Well, no, see the tagline you can do however oh, you want. That's not, they don't okay. need that for the for the search That's term, a, for right? SEO, yeah, no, you're right, absolutely. Anyway, go check them out and allegedly check us out on social medias at Bloody Stream Pod, and we'll talk to you. Same bloody time, same bloody channel. <laughs>